everybody. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the stream. Happy Wednesday. I know what day it is today. Uh, May 20th, 2020. Uh, the year is flying by, to be honest with you, uh, but the pandemic itself is extremely slow. We've only been in this for, well, I guess if you want to talk about pandemic, it's uh, it's about two months. We started this um, started this whole situation March 16th, I believe was the uh, was the exact day where everybody kind of knew that everything was going to start shutting down. Uh, so I everybody pat yourselves on the back for making it. Uh, I hope everybody out there is healthy and is uh, is safe, and um, we're gonna get through this, right? Right, guys. <laughs> uh, I I thought of this today because you know they're they're showing these replays of MLB games and NBA games and, and just all over the place. In fact, there was a a Blackhawks Canucks uh, replay on NBC Sports Chicago here locally, and uh, really got me thinking. Man, not only do I want to get back into watching these games on TV, but it's got to it's got to be in the back of everybody's mind. Like, man, where am I going to sit when I go back? Like, wh- wh- the first game I go back to, am I going to go all out and get front row tickets, or am I going to sit in my favorite section? I know uh, Section 108, everybody, uh, in White Sox Twitter, that's, uh, that's extremely popular. The bleachers at Wrigley, is that where you're going to sit? Um... I, I wanted to talk today about each sport, um, at least to my knowledge and to my remembrance, uh, because there are some of these sports that I haven't been to live in a while, but I wanted to talk about my favorite places to sit in professional stadiums, um, because I do think that there is a right place to sit and a wrong place to sit, depending on what you're there for. Um, I know this is kind of an odd topic a little bit, because you know, the prices may vary and you're like, well, I want to sit there, but it's an extra $99 to, uh, to sit there. So we'll, we'll, um, we'll have to sit there. It'll suffice. So before I get, get into that, I of course have to thank everybody for tuning into the stream here on Sportscaster. I appreciate you. Uh, I would appreciate you even more if you hit that follow button. Thank you very much. Uh, if you miss any of these streams, they're all podcasted on Spotify or your favorite, uh, streaming platform. As far as audio goes, you can just search Josh USN. It'll pop right up for you. You'll see the USN logo, which leads me to my next part. I have to give a shout out to the Unwrapped Sports Network. Everybody over there has been just grinding through this pandemic, and we're doing our best to uh, to give you guys great content and um, try and make it through, make it through this this pandemic. Uh, lastly, follow on Twitter at Josh BUSN. I'm uh, more active on there than I am on here, obviously. Um, and yeah, anytime we can, uh, anytime I have a, ch- a chance to talk sports with you guys, I will do that uh, there on Twitter again at Josh B USN, and I'm Team Followback, so remember that. Um, okay, so we'll get things going here. I want to start out with the weakest part of uh, the sports stadium experience for myself, and that would be the NBA. Um, the last NBA game I was at was oh geez, Andres Nocioni. Bulls, uh, Bulls era. So, quite a while ago, uh, I, I used to have an old neighbor that would get tickets uh, from his work, and he would. It was, it was so funny. Like he would just knock on the door and be like, "Hey, uh, I got Bulls tickets for tomorrow. You want to go?" Or it'd be sometimes it'd be it'd be the same day. And at that time, you know, we'd do Kirk Heinrich, and that was my favorite player. Um, shout out uh, Kansas Jayhawks, Rock Chalk. Uh, but I would always take him up on the offer, um, and it was it was a great time. However, the seats, 
Not so much. Uh, can't complain too much because they were free, right? And it's always the gesture that counts. We sat, if you're watching the game on TV, we sat uh, on the left side behind the basket, but like, I don't know, 15, 14 or 15 rows up. So like, I, price-wise, they were amazing seats, again, because they were free, but like, just just to say that you were 14 or 15 rows away from the uh, away from the floor is enough to for people to go, oh, so you had really good seats. But I didn't like them. And I'll tell you why. Because on the near side, you got the basket to deal with. So anybody on the far elbow, you gotta you gotta reach or you gotta look around the basket. It's just it's a pain in the ass. And anyone who gets up in front of you, like the, the incline isn't that big. So anyone who gets in front of you, you can't see the game. There's no chance. Uh, the far end of the of the of the court was not really a problem. It was far enough away to where this the near basket wasn't in your in your view, and you could see the play develop. You could see uh, motion um, on the baseline. You could see where players were headed, screens that were developing. So that aspect was great. I just I wasn't a fan of sitting there. I will say I think probably the best place to sit, and you could say this about a lot of the sports for the NBA is probably to sit somewhere center court or close to. Uh, so there's no really ob- there's no obstruction with the basket and things like that, and you'll be able to see uh, who's on the bench, who went to the locker room. You'll be able to see everything in front of you. It's just the problem is is man those prices they they skyrocket as soon as you get a little bit closer to center court. Even if you're sitting in the, in the nosebleeds, uh, which I'll get to in a second, I'm not knocking the nosebleeds. They just go they go nuts, and I just kind of think you know watching watching a, a bunch of players on a 90-foot court uh, for hundreds of dollars, I just, I don't know. I can't. Maybe it's because I don't I don't like basketball as much. Um, more power to you if, you if that's what, you know, if that's where you want to sit and that's what you want to spend. Because um, you'll, you'll think I'm crazy for a later point that I'm going to make. So NBA, it's got to be somewhere close to center court. And uh, I think that's something that a lot of us can agree on. Nobody really wants to look past a basket um, to watch the game. But I move on to the NFL. And I'm going to hand up. I haven't been to an NFL game. Actually, I haven't, I've never been to a regular season NFL game. I've been to two Bears preseason games. And I'll tell you why I've never been to a Bears regular season game. Because it costs you literally your soul to get in. And by get in, I mean the last row of the worst section in the upper tank. I mean, if you thought playoff tickets were expensive for any other sport, try and get into Soldier Field. One, it's a madhouse. It's not in the greatest part of the city. Uh, not, not like crime-wise, but navigation wise it's not the most amazing um and you gotta pay i mean i'm telling you you gotta pay at least like 190 dollars to get in and for an eight and eight team i got high hopes but i don't i don't know i don't know about that one um but as far as my opinion where i believe would be the best place to sit so going back to the preseason game, we had um, both times actually. We had end zone tickets 
So not not the not the first section of the end zone, but like the, the right right after that. It was still on the first level, but it was right after that in the in the first row. Um, I don't know I don't know what those what those are technically called, but that's where we were. We weren't very far from the field at all. Um, but I hated it. It was again one of those situations where I'm just not a fan of. And maybe it's maybe it's the my broadcasting past or just watching it on TV as much as I as I do. I, I'm just, I can't get used to watching the game from like vertically instead of horizontally. I, I'm not I'm not sure. I don't know. It, it, I I just don't like watching the backs of players and the fronts of like I like having everything go this way. Uh, so. I, this is another sport to me where, yes, the, the price is going to absolutely skyrocket if you want to go 50-yard line, but the closer that you can get to the center of the field, I feel the better. Maybe even the corner, right? Maybe even going, um, what is that, adjacent? I don't, I don't know, but geometry, whatever. Uh, but maybe in the corner would be would be decent because you're, you're getting the kind of horizontal view a little bit, but... I'm just, again, it's similar to, to basketball for me where if I'm going to these games, I've got to have it horizontal. Uh, so if anyone if anyone disagrees, again, that's fine. But I just, I don't know how people can... Like, the end zone is cool to me because if they score a touchdown, then you're right there, you're in the middle of the action, you might get a ball, you might get a high five, I don't know, the Lambo leap. But other than that, like, if, unless you're down there, what to me, it's like, eh field goal view I, I don't know but I'll move on to the two sports that I have the most opinion on and that I have the most experience with and that's baseball and hockey now I'll do hockey first because I have a firm opinion on major league baseball games and where to sit in those stadiums hockey though I've sat uh I've sat on the glass I've sat uh <laughs> sick brag I've sat on the glass. I've sat like middle of the pack in the first section. I've sat in the reserves, like the 200 level, the, the suites. And I've sat in the 300 section, specifically talking about the United Center. And I got to tell you, the best place to sit is, of course, this is another situation where you would love to get towards center ice. However, because the NHL is three periods, hockey's three periods, if you can get on the side where your team shoots twice, you're good. And the prices aren't that different. Like, the you could sit, I don't know, let's call it blue line in on each section. And that those are really those are great seats in my opinion. Blue line in in the section that your team shoots twice. You could even go behind the net. I sat behind the net for uh, Blackhawks-Coyotes playoff game when the Coyotes clinched that series in Chicago, which was a depressing, very, very depressing game. I also sat behind the net for Blackhawks-Blues two years ago, two or three years ago, uh, three years ago, which was an absolute blast overtime winner. Look, if you've never been to a hockey game and you sit in the 300 section, these are the guys and gals who... Like, this is their hard-earned money. They didn't get these tickets from anywhere. They bought these tickets, and they're there in their Hawks gear, ready to just cheer their faces off and drink a bunch of beer uh, and buy $10 hamburgers, which are out of this world, by the way. I've talked about that before in a previous stream. But 
these tickets, especially when the Blackhawks were good, you're still paying between 110, 135, sometimes 150 bucks just to get into the third level. But it is a much different experience. The, the United Center from the Anthem on is electric. So if it if it's ever on your bucket list to go to a Blackhawks game at the United Center, doesn't matter how much it is, you have to go. You absolutely have to go. They may not be that great that year that you go, but it's go it's still going to be an experience. So again, you have to put it on your bucket list. If you're a hockey fan at all, you have to go to the United Center to watch Blackhawks. I would say Blackhawks Blues would be the best uh, matchup to see. Uh, but getting tickets to those games are pretty tough. The Red Wings rivalry is eh. Uh, the Predators would be a good one. And the Stars. Those are all great games to go see. They're very evenly matched teams. Um, so again, 300 section, blue line in. And a lot of the times when you go onto these websites, they show you where the Blackhawks shoot twice. It's usually the, I believe it's the West West End. I could be wrong on that. I don't know. Navigation is not my strong suit. But if you're watching the game on TV, it's the, it's the left side. It's the left side where they shoot twice. So keep that in mind next time you look for Hawks tickets. Blue line in, 300 section is, in my opinion, the blessed, the blessed, the best place to sit inside the United Center. I'll wrap things up with Major League Baseball, and I am, uh, I'm very firm on this on this opinion because I've I've sat in numerous places uh, at White Sox games, at Cubs games, uh, minor league baseball baseball teams. Uh, I've been to an Arizona Diamondbacks game, um, and I've sat in numerous sections. So I'll give you, I'll quickly give you where I've sat before. Uh, White Sox games a lot for for very big games. Uh, I've sat uh, tickets were free by the way. Uh, I've sat first base section probably halfway, halfway to the uh, halfway to the wall, so middle outfield. First base side, probably eight or nine rows up. Great seats when it comes to like the the status, I guess. You have a lot a lot of people, uh, especially if it's a weekday in suits, like they just got off of work, they went straight to the field. You get those um, and you're close to the field, but the angle is terrible, especially at uh, at guaranteed rate field. you're you're constantly looking this way. And it's just, I, I'm not a fan because the umpire's in the way. The first baseman can be in the way sometimes. And just the angle, I'm, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of it. Uh, and and for, plays at first base look funny to me when you when you look at the, at the angle that way. Um, I've also sat in uh, the club sections at, uh, at those games. I've also been to a Rockies game, by the way. Shout out to uh, Carol. I know she's not watching this, but... Um, uh, not Carol Baskin. <laughs> uh, yeah, you cool cats and kittens. Um, I've sat in, in the reserves at a Colorado Rockies game. That one was different for me because Coors Field is is unreal. It's one of the nicest stadiums that I've been to, simply for the scenery. Um, but I'll say the seats game watching the game-wise weren't the best. Uh, but again, the experience was great. I've also sat uh, in the outfield at Wrigley Field. Okay. I don't like sitting there because of the angles that you have to watch the game. I'm just not a fan of that. However, if you're going there to party and you're going there to drink and hang out with your hang out with your friends, that is absolutely the place to be. Wrigley Field Bleachers is a party. And I'm going to set the record straight. I've been to Wrigley 
a, a lot over the past couple years. And for the people who say that it's like a, it's a dump and it's a shithole, they've done renovations and it's like the structure itself looks old, but all of these things are upgraded. It, it just it has an old feel to it, but it's not like it's not a dump at all. I'm sorry. I know White Sox fans are probably going to want to break my neck for that, but Wrigley Field is not a dump anymore. It's not a dump anymore. They're very broke because it's not a dump anymore, but nonetheless, it's not It's not bad. Um, I've also sat uh, for a Cubs-White Sox game. I sat first, but even with first base at Wrigley Field, there's the first section. Um, there's the first section like right after the field starts, and then there's like a walkway, and then there's like a second tier of the first first level. I sat first row, second level, um, and those seats are easily the worst. They're the absolute worst. You're under the mezzanine, and uh, everybody's walking in front of you. So either you, when you go to a Cubs game, if you're sitting in the first section, you need to either sit like more toward the back of the first section or more toward the back of the second section of of the uh, of the first first level because I'm telling you I don't know what they were thinking I, I, maybe it's just because of how old the stadium is I would love if they renovated that and, and switched that up a little bit because my god sitting in the in the first section or in the first row of that second section is just uh, it's a nightmare and um, everybody's in your way. People stop to talk to each other in front in, in front of you, and it's like, can you move your fat head? I'm trying to watch the game. Uh, so yeah, those weren't great seats. But the best place to sit at a baseball game, in my opinion, and again, this could be the broadcaster in me, is behind home plate, upper tank. Here's why: five at at guaranteed rate field, you're looking at section five thirty one. Uh, to 529, I believe. I don't think there's a section 530. I don't. I might have to check on that. 532, 533, somewhere around there. That puts you right behind home plate. And because they're not that, they're, they're not amazing. The tickets are pretty cheap. You can get in for like 20 bucks a piece. And um, some days, like weekdays, are like nine, ten bucks. It's amazing. Um, Sundays are family days, so you could save on that as well. And I've also sat behind home plate, upper tank, second level even, uh, at Wrigley Field. And those seats are great. Those seats are amazing. Uh, plus, you get the you get the view of the Wrigley, Wrigley Field scoreboard in center field. You get the, the big board in, in left, and you get the, the, other, um, the other scoreboard in, in right field on the wall. I'm telling you, like, I'm, I'm going to die on this hill. It's the greatest place to sit at a baseball game. If you're not there to party, if you're there to watch the game... And take it all in, no matter where you go. Behind home plate, upper tank, maybe somewhere in the middle of the section, or even or even like early, like maybe section one through seven, one through seven, and then uh, beyond. I, I probably wouldn't go past like row 15, 14 or 15, just because at that point, it's like, it gets really, really steep up there. And uh, which is why they call it the nosebleeds. It gets really steep up there, and it's just kind of a pain to walk back down those steep steps, and like you might eat it. Uh, but other than that, like one through seven, upper tank behind the dish, oh, man, you just you can't beat it. I think the only thing that you could complain about is that you don't always get to see like the strike zone, like where the catcher catches it, where it crosses home plate. That might be an issue for you, uh, but you're not calling balls and strikes anyway. So. I just think that you're able to 
you're able to see a little bit of the plate, if I remember correctly, and you can see everything develop, right? You can see where the fielders are, are positioned. You can see how big these leads are. You can judge plays at first base. Um, you just have everything in front of you. And again, I, I, I kind of, I'm leaning toward this. This has a lot to do with my broadcast history, but there, I can't, I, I'm sorry. I can't sit anywhere else. I've sat, uh, when you're talking about guaranteed rate field, Manny Ramirez hit a home run with the White Sox. It was his first home run. Throwback to that. Wow. And I believe that was halfway to St. Patty's Day, so they were wearing their green uniforms. And we were sitting like section 556, <laughs> like all the way in the right on the right field foul pole, like 17 or 15 rows up. And there was a bunch of empty seats behind home plate. And I remember I was telling my dad, I'm like, hey, Manny Ramirez is up in like two hitters. We need to go behind home plate because something... I don't know. I just, I can't, first of all, I can't sit here and watch this game. It's terrible. I'd rather be home watching it on TV. But if we can get behind home plate, I want to see him, I want to see his at bat, like closer than we are. Well, we didn't move, and Manny Ramirez hit a home run. So I missed out on that. Um, but again, agree to disagree. That's fine. I wanted to come on here and tell you guys about the favorite, my favorite places to sit at sporting events. And, uh, where to exactly sit if you've never been to one, uh, to one of these specific ones, the NBA, NFL, NHL, or MLB. Um, but a lot of them, aside from the MLB, is more toward the center of the action, uh, more toward center ice for the NHL. Again, blue line in. The NFL, probably somewhere toward the 50-yard line if you can scrap up the cash to get it, scrape up the cash to get it. And the NBA, probably, again, closer to uh, closer to center court. But the MLB, I'll say it for the 90th time, behind home plate is the best. The absolute best to sit uh, to watch baseball. It's just the best. You're not going to argue with me. I'll fight you in real life. Just kidding. Um, but that'll conclude the stream. I, th- I want to thank everybody for tuning in. I know these are cu- these are tough. I- I'm just going to be real with you. Th- these are really tough to come up with because I would love to come on here and talk about Eloy Jimenez and how great he's doing or Luis Robert, how awesome he's been. But I can't. Can't talk about Jeremy Colladin because, well, I can't. He started Twitter. What a joke. Uh, has a Q stash now. Nowhere near. Jeremy, you're making yourself look stupid. Can't wait till you're not the coach of the Blackhawks anymore. Um, I want to talk about those things. But it's just not happening. I-, I want this pandemic to end, not only so people can get back to watching sports, but so I can come on and yap my gums about it. So, maybe. Tomorrow we will be back on Twitter. Follow me there at JoshBUSN. I go live on Periscope, which is aka Twitter Live, on Tuesdays and Thursdays around 8 o'clock Central Time. I will, uh, I'll move the time around. Maybe we'll get a poll going. So um, let me know here in the comments. I can read them after the stream is over. And uh, I'll make a poll on Twitter. What times you guys prefer uh, that I go live? When can you catch them? Do you prefer to listen to the podcast? Whatever the case is, I would like to, uh, I'd like to know. So again, at JoshBUSN on Twitter. Thank you so much for tuning in. We will see you tomorrow at 8 o'clock Central Time on Twitter.